Hello, you're listening to New and Approved, Sin's home of fresh new music from around the world. My name's Vanessa, I'm one of Sin's music leads, and today I have the absolute pleasure of being joined by US multi-instrumentalist, producer, singer, songwriter, and overall lovely human, Lauv. Thank you so much for joining me today. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for the lovely intro. Yeah, of course. You're so welcome. And you've just released your second full-length studio album titled All For Nothing. Congratulations on the release. Yes, thank you. Yeah, so exciting. Um, You've made quite the reputation for yourself as a very candid storyteller, and this album is no anomaly to that. You get super personal about things, super reflective, uh, with a focus on your love life, your mental health, healing your inner child. Um, How would you say this album differentiates from your other? Yeah, um, well, I mean, one of the big ways it differentiates is in the process. I um, am kind of trying to get back in touch with my inner child and that part of myself. I wrote a lot of it freestyling, so I wasn't like thinking. I just turned my mind off, turned the microphone on, and then just kind of freestyled the lyrics and melodies. So I think the the songs turned out really raw in that way. Yeah, that's awesome. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you've taken a bit of a step back from production on this album as well. Yeah, a little bit, which was interesting. It was definitely a bit of a loss of control, but in a good way, because I just really focused on the songs and the content of the songs and everything. Yeah, that's so cool. So with writing an album, I'm I'm a musician as well, and I like to analyze albums and get a bit nerdy about it that way. Uh, but yeah, I'm just wondering what kind of approach do you take in you know, I mean, I'm sure you write songs all the time, but actually linking the songs and creating a whole body of work rather than just a bunch of singles or an EP? Yeah, no, that's a great question. I mean, I feel like I've kind of learned over time and it's always been different, you know, because it's like on my first project I met you when I was 18, that one is technically, it's not called an album, but I still think of it as like my first album pre my first actual album. Um, you know, it has that like me better and everything on it. That was like, I discovered how that all those songs were going to link together over like a multi-year process where I kind of like, I was releasing songs one by one and I was like, oh, these are all part of a bigger story. And then, you know, now fast forward to now with this process for All For Nothing, it was really like, I was kind of knew generally what I was going through as a person and what I thought the album was going to be about. I thought it was going to be something about confidence and childhood and the combination of the two and kind of growing up and navigating, you know, finding your sense of self and confidence again and stuff like that. and I think I just wrote a bunch of songs and then kind of just the ones that really stuck for me and felt like they were part of the bigger story or kind of the ones that I chose for the album. Yeah, that's cool as. I mean, obviously they're always going to be a part of you and your story, so they will make sense together. But yeah, I love to hear about that process. That's really cool. Yeah, thank uh, you. Yeah, one of the things that I love about your music is that um, – I feel like you turn a lot of really sad experiences into bops. Which is something that you talked about on your Instagram in regards to Better Than This. You said, uh, the idea of the song is scary as a thought, but a bop is reality. So how right. do you go about, do you, do you do that intentionally where you're kind of trying to flip these experiences into something fun that do you just want people to you know cry and dance at your gigs or what's the idea behind it's interesting that? I don't know because it's always been something that gets brought up to me I don't know how it happens you know I think it's happened in a bunch of my songs but usually just for whatever reason musically I don't like when things are too predictably sad even if what I'm going to say is going to be sad you know or there's conflict in it so I feel like I end up going for stuff that that has 
a fun vibe, but then the inspiration I get for lyrics ends up naturally being a little bit, you know, more broody or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, which it makes for a really fun combo because then it's not like everything, like some of those kinds of songs could just be ballads, right? And they could sound nice on piano or they could be really like vibey, but there's a whole nother like life to them when they have like such a fun like beat and such a fun vibe. Yeah, totally. I, you did that a lot with um, Summer Nights. Oh, love the piano yeah. side of that. Did you play That's the piano in that you. as well? I didn't. That was my friend Jakob, who's an amazing producer and pianist. He's so good. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, I love that. I was ready to cry again in that song and then started dancing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and in Kids Are Born Stars, I just wanted to ask about, you have an adorable sample in there for anyone who doesn't know. Give it a listen. It's oh, so yeah. cute. That's, that's Joshua, who's my manager's son, who basically throughout lockdown, I would kind of like FaceTime him being stressed out about, you know, the album or life or whatever. And Joshua would be in the background just being like, Ari, don't worry, like everything's going to be okay. And just be like playing with toys and literally just living his best life, having so much fun. So um, it just, I don't know, really inspired me. And so we, so one of the times we FaceTimed, we like got the microphone out in the background and recorded part of what he was saying. And that ended up in the song. Yeah. It's so cute. I love that. I love those little. He's, he's the cutest. Oh, he's, he's the best. Well, if, he, if he's as cute as his voice, then I'm sure you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Even cuter. <laughs> yeah, so you do touch on your inner child a lot and talking about being younger. Um, not yeah. that you're old, but you talk about wanting to be young again. And I was just wondering, is that I assume that you're not only talking about the impacts of fame, um, but just also the effects that the world has on you and everything that it throws at you, um, particularly in yeah. 26. No, totally. I mean, I feel like that was one of the big things I kind of was going through in this album was like the combination of just like generally as you go through the world and you get older and you move around and have new experiences and meet new people and you get told what's cool and what's not cool and like who to be and this and that, like there's that thing that chips away at you. And there's also, yeah, in addition, just some of the like, you know, going through my career and uh, reaching a certain level and realizing that that didn't fix any of the issues I had on the inside. It's kind of a combo of those two things and trying to, you know, find that like sense of light and wonderment again. Yeah, for sure. Um, You talk really openly about mental health as well and techniques that you use to, to ground yourself, (laughs) like meditation and gratitude. Um, There's something that as a young person, I'm really struggling to, you know, make habitual. Did you find that that was yeah. something really integral to writing the album as well? Yeah. And honestly, like, to be honest, like writing or sorry, meditating at first was really hard for me to like be consistent about. It was something that I was like, I was like trying to do, I would use the apps and stuff and it was never really like, never really clicked for me at first. And then when I had somebody sit with me and show me how to meditate in like the, a different way where they actually guided me, personally um it was a friend of mine who's really into meditation that changed everything because he met he the the form of meditation he does is not really i don't even think it's like formally out there as any type of meditation you see it's not like just mindfulness or it's not like transcendental meditation or anything like that it's literally just like closing your eyes breathing and speaking from your heart wherever that takes you so it's like it might be gratitude it might be thinking of people you love it might be you know, loving yourself. It might be appreciating the day. Like it, it could be anything or, or it might be acknowledging pain you're going through, but there's just something really nice about this sort of this 
other state that you get into. And that's really helped me as a person in my daily life and also in creativity of making the album and stuff. Yeah. Awesome. So you just say everything out loud with your eyes closed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Basically I just like sit, like, you know, sit and close my eyes and then just kind of follow my heart and, and, you know, go and breathe and relax my muscles and everything. And it's really helpful. Yeah. Wow. I I've tried all the apps as well and they did not work for me either. So I think it's sometimes it's a hard entry point because you, I don't know if you felt this way, but I felt like, oh, I have to be perfect at this. Like, I can't get this wrong. So like, I would hear meditation and be like, now we're going to sit for this song. I'm like, that's already crazy. Like, it's like, no, there's no perfect way to, you know, I don't believe that there has to be a perfect way to do it. Yeah, totally. Being, yeah, anxious at a perfectionist and trying to nail everything when it comes to meditation is just impossible. Trust me, I can relate, but Mm. I feel like it definitely gets better as the more you kind of surrender to it. So Yeah, totally. Well, that's good to know definitely have to give it a go uh we're almost out of time but I did have one more question for you so as I've mentioned um sin is a youth network and we have a lot of creatives and uh, musicians involved uh what advice would you give to them starting out on their professional careers in the industry yeah I think um I mean I guess it depends on what you're doing but I could say you know especially if you're like making music or really creating anything to just make a lot and put yourself as in as many situations as you can with different types of collaborators or people who are also interested in the same thing and try not to build too many expectations too early on because I found that like I didn't really find my my path in all of this stuff like I've been writing songs since I was like 12 but I didn't really find my path until like I was just kind of let go and just went here, went there, wrote more songs, wrote more songs, wrote with this person, wrote with that person, you know, threw the songs out and realized they weren't good enough. Like there's a lot of like, I say like, just if you love it, like just like have fun with it and 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 just make a lot of, make a lot of whatever you're making and, and trust the process and it'll all work out. Yeah, brilliant advice. Thanks again to the listeners for listening to New and Approved with myself, Vanessa, and the lovely Love. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much. If you guys aren't already following, you can follow him at Love Songs. Make sure to listen to All for Nothing, which is out now. Thank you so much. Thanks for chatting with me today. Have a lovely one.